This is episode 11, episode 11. episode 11 of Mamas on the Move. <laughs> I am Brandy Hunter-Lewis. And I am Keisha Johnson. And we are, again, excited to be here. We got some good stuff to talk about today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It is real. I think everybody's going to be able to relate. Yes, everyone. Yes. everyone. Everybody's going to be ready to relate. So let's just kind of catch up. What you been up to, B? What's been going on? Girl, it's How's been, the diet coming? The, the diet is is coming. <laughs> You know, I'm coming off of a weekend. We went on a marriage retreat. We were down in, in Tennessee. And, you know, I always I, I committed to this and said, you know what? I'm just going to not drink. going to only eat, you know, fruits, vegetables, uh, lean meats, fish. But, girl, when your life is extremely stressful as mine is right now, I just had to I had to be I had to be a little easy on myself. So I limit. I just amazing. I just did it to and during a week. And then on the weekends, I can eat normal, you know, right. So, That's what a lot of people do, though. Yeah, a lot of people do that. But I, lo- I but I know also you have to be careful with that because sometimes what you do on the weekend can d- just take away what you did yeah, during the week. But I'm, I, I was still tempered at some. You know, I just yeah, wasn't yeah. going all the way in. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've did maintain my weight. I haven't lost any more than our last episode. I said I lost eight pounds. I'm still at that. Mm-hmm. So I still got what? It's what the twenty what fifth? You got seven pounds to lose in. in I got seven in, pounds in a week. to lose. You can do and that. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. So so we're not going to lunch today. Well, we can, but I'm just gonna eat lean meat and vegetables oh, and no, I don't not, know drinking, if you're do not that drinking. Not drinking. Yeah. So um so anyway, <laughs> so that that's still in the works. You okay. know, I am still committed and I, I do intend to lose the seven pounds before the end of the month. And um I just want to talk about the marriage retreat because that was so much just we needed that trip so much. I a girl who follows me on Instagram that I've kind of become cool with, they were there, her and her husband. Really? Her name is Grace. Grace, yes. yes, yes. So Grace introduced herself to me and said, "You know, I love the podcast and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And, yeah. You know, and she, girl, when I tell you, I wish we could could dig a little deeper into just what kind of we we got some real revelation. I mean, some real like eye opening, just revealing type of girl. We had a psychotherapist there, right? One of our sessions, mm-hmm. and um, and they asked these questions of us, and we had to make two columns, um, on if the question applied to you, then you would give yourself five points. If the question didn't apply to you, then you would give yourself negative five points. So she touched on things like, you know, you, and it all referred to your childhood. Mm-hmm. And all those questions referred to your childhood. So mm-hmm. one was like, were you raised in a single family uh, family household? Did any were you exposed to? Did any of your parents, you know, use drugs? Did you did you were you in a household where there were more than six or seven kids? You know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other questions that were just so so after. After you tallied up all the questions, it was about 23 questions, mm-hmm. and you you came up with this number, and the number was very just revealing because it made you, it made you one, look at your partner in a way that, okay, your life experiences as a young person, as a young, you know, as a child, as a young adult, have totally influenced and shaped how you 100%. think. 100%. How you think, how you react to things. It made me think about, okay, my mom and dad divorced when I, when I was a little girl, like five years old, right? So I was raised in a single a family household. 
I have this thing where I'm just not real big on PDA, public displays of affection, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and, it's, and it made me, this was probably the first time I've ever even give this, given this that much consideration because I've never seen my mother or a woman relate to that way with a mm-hmm. man. You know, show a man affection in public. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's deep. And it's, pl- now, I mean, behind closed doors, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, I've just, that's part of my makeup. Like, I, I wasn't exposed to it. So it's nothing that, that just naturally happened for me. Mm. And a man needs that, too. Absolutely. You know, a man needs sure. that. So, girl, it was just so revealing. And, and it helped us to kind of understand each other better mm-hmm. and how we can 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 also, you know, help meet that person where they are in those areas. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you just... It, I mean, it's just kind of how you were, 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 how your makeup is, how you mm, were made. Mm, mm, but it was really good. It was really, really good. And I'm like, I can't wait till my girl Keisha gets married because that would mean <laughs> in 2021 she will be coming to this marriage retreat with us. Yes, honey. I'm claiming it. Yes, yes I'm yes, claiming yes. it. I'm claiming it. <laughs> that sounds so cool though. But yeah, I think I said I got to tell B that Grace, you know, said she was like, I met Brandy this weekend at a marriage retreat, and you guys, pardon my voice, it's really good today compared to the way it was yesterday, but I'm still struggling a little bit. So. Uh, pardon my hoarseness, but yeah, she was excited that she had a chance to meet you. And I had somebody the other day. Well, we'll talk about that when we get into our today today's topic, and I'll mention that to you. But um, but that's cool. Yeah, right? it that's was exciting. Cool. That's it exciting. was exciting. Cool. So outside of that, and then just playing catch up with work. You know, it's a new year. My business is just oh my god, it's, it's it's booming. And on top of that, training my new assistant, getting her acclimated. You know, it's 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 stressful. Yeah. It's stressful. But good stress. It's a good if stress. It's a such thing. Yeah, it's a good yeah. stress. So yeah. just trying to manage all of that. And then also, um, you know, I just took my braids down. Yeah, and hence the, the we going back for the back to the hat today. Yeah, back to the hat. Okay. And that's why, why your hair looks so pretty around the No, but that's why I'm you know, I'm late I was late today. You know, I had to I have to confess I was late because I went through a few outfit changes. Because certain hats don't look right because my hair has grown out to a point. You know, I used to rock all the hats before, but I didn't have the, all this kitchen hair in the mm. back that has grown out. But now this has grown out, so only certain hats look right. So I was struggling this morning. And underneath this hat, I kind of look like like Mick Jagger. <laughs> You, you, oh, you yeah, I know what you're the, talking the about. The kind of yeah, shaggy. Yeah. No, no, it was a David Boy. It was Well, David Boy had a shag. Yeah, a flat yeah. Shag. So that shag, look, that's kind of what I got going on underneath yeah. here. And it's like, it's struggle bus. It's struggle bus because it's, it's hard to maintain these curls. So I'm going back to the braids. Okay. The braids are a good way for me to just, you know, transition, transition short, grow this hair out and not have to worry about it. So, yeah, so next podcast, you'll see me rocking the braids. Back again. in the braids. Yeah. Okay, girl. Yeah. Okay. But that's it. That's, that's a good recap of all. That's that's been my two weeks. My that's been your two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Gosh, it seems I was just telling Keyshawn today, it feels like we're here every week. Girl. I mean, this, this, we this, do this twice a month, but it seems it's like February. It, 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 I, girl, listen, I, I just, and that's another thing. I just decided I'm going to start my new year February 1st. Oh well, actually, God. after Super Bowl, <laughs> because I haven't been able to accomplish anything that I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. I mean, people always say don't wait to start, but I'm going to just wait. So my last couple of weeks have been have been good, a little challenging um, with work. Um, You know, things started off good. Yeah. And but it's just I I still struggle trying to find balance. Yeah, I really do. And I think I went through this little thing because, you know, DJ, like we talked about last week, has a car now and I, I was so conditioned to 
getting him and dropping him off and having yeah. I didn't really like I have no excuse now but to continue to really grow my business. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I used to have him as an out. But I miss being that part of that part of being a mom. Yeah. You know, but I've I've gotten past it now. Yeah. But the first couple of weeks was a little rough. My baby just getting up, going to school or not even, you know, being with his uncle and stuff. So it's it's been a bit of a transition. Um I went on a date. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Um, we're not going to be going out again. Um, I, I, I was like, I mean, he said something to me that I thought was so bizarre. He asked me, um, he asked me if I had guy friends and I said, well, naturally, yeah, I have some guy friends. And he mm-hmm. said like, well, what do you mean? Like, in, 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 how close are y'all? And I was like, oh, just, just a friend. Like I know their, their wives or their girlfriend right. or whatever, whatever. He was like, oh, okay. And he kind of sat there with a perplexed look and then he said, so you would go out to lunch with them? Or then I was like, yeah. I said, in particular, I was telling about Jason. I said, in particular, Jason and I go out and go to lunch every couple of months, catch up. Like, we went out yesterday. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, that would never work for me. And I said, really? Wow. And he said, yeah. And this I said, first date. These first, first date, date con- conversation. And I guess because he's looking for marriage. Yeah. So he just wanted to get it out, which I respected. Right. And I respectfully told him we wouldn't work. Like, yeah. I, you know, you seem like a great guy. But that he was like, it's nothing to do with me being insecure. You know, but I'm like, <laughs> I, it was just very, uh, it was very not? stressful for me. I was <laughs> right. like, check, please. Like, I, I knew this was going down here. You know what I mean? So, but you I, know, it's almost good it came out in that first yeah, date. Yeah, well, he so was you, a little odd. Have... I mean, first of all, his eyebrows was a little too arch. That's why I said I don't like meeting people online, man. Like, I just want to be able to just, you know, sit at the bar, cross my legs and meet yeah. somebody or whatever, at the gym, at the baseball park, whatever. But um, but anyway, that 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 was a little interesting. But other than that, it's just been work for me. It's yeah. just been pretty much about work and trying to um, balance the whole keeping it a real estate academy and my clients yeah. and, you know, life and just all that kind of stuff. So, so balancing it, what do you feel has worked for you? I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. So yeah. you're struggling with that. I'm struggling with balance. Yeah. I'm struggling with balance right now. Um, so, you know, my, mom, my mom texted me this morning. She said, you know, I'm warning you. I took a picture of your Christmas tree and she said, um, if y'all don't have that down by February 1st, I'm going to blast you on Facebook. And I said, mom, <laughs> I said, mama, you really can't comprehend how busy my life is. Right. Right. Now. right. Like it's, I can't even, I don't have time. Like it's, I don't have time for myself. Right. Like, I don't have time for, but I kind of, think you like it like that B. No, no, it's it's not I I'm I am I'm like re- reacting to my just this is my world right now, you know. And I know it's not going to always be like this. I know it's not going to always be like this. You know, our kids have a couple games a week, you know, so it's like that in itself. That that's in itself. That so in you itself you come home from work. You come home from work and then you got to you still go you driving all over the city to get to these games. You don't get home till, you know, 10 something. And it is just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I had to tell her, I said, Mama, you know what? I said, you're going to have to bear with me and, you know, maybe even consider... Taking the tree down? Yeah, helping us. Uh, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, like help, right. help. Right. I like, mean, I started the train. You know, mine was up all of 2018, but I did have DJ the other day. He was home sick a couple of days this week. So I was like, you ain't that sick. You can go in there and, you know, say something. Meanwhile, back down. in the rest, my baby had a fever. I didn't oh. even know. I was talking to him over the phone. And so when I got home that day, because I was showing property from like 1130 to like 7 at night, I got home. And he was like, I came in, I said, hey, how you doing? He's like, it does, what, does it matter? I was like, what's wrong with you? You know? And he's like, I'm just saying, it's just absolutely cruel to leave somebody sitting in the room all day sitting. Like, he was so upset. Oh, and I was like, DJ, you're like 30. 
like seriously, like, like right, like basically, basically, like what would I have done with you today? You know what I'm saying? Like what would I have done? Set you on my girl, lap? but they are they still. Oh you my know, god, so they are. He's a little man, and men right. when they, they get they're sick, they're needy. But the yes. next day, I decided to work from home, and he was needy. Yeah. Okay, he was needy, uh, and I, I, I and so in the afternoon when he was feeling a little bit better, I said, "Can you make me a cup of tea?" Because my voice was starting to bother me on Wednesday, mm. and he said, "Can you make me some?" I'm the one sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You know what? We're not gonna be in this house tomorrow. You got to go to school." That's why I asked Renee to come over there, honey. Check his, you know, to see what's what. But other than that, everything is it's, it's been good. I have been um just trying to stay focused, stay positive, stay, and you know, I've had a little bit of a turn of events with some work stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 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 working through that. Okay. And um you, Miko, my brother, everybody else said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I kept trying to talk to somebody to see if I get an answer that I would agree with. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't work that way. So, you know, you know, sometimes you just have to move. But Yeah, we stayed firm on that. Yeah, y'all really did. Now you just got to do what you got to do. Gotta do what I got to yeah. do. Oh, so Lisa told me you guys had a chance to chat. We did. We yeah. did. We chatted and, and um, we're actually meeting today. This is a, fellow, oh, a, a colleague of ours. Okay. Um, we're working with... Um, I'm working with a client. We're looking to build a house. I know you just kind of had yeah. your client got him all situated. So I'm looking to do the same thing with this client. So that's okay. why I said when business is boom, when I said business is booming, like I'm so I'm excited, you know, because of the just the possibility of just all these uh, situations just kind of coming together. Opportunities. Coming together. Yeah. So it's, it's I'm in a good place right now in my business. That's good. Okay, well, I think we need to just get into this. We need to get topic. into it. Yeah, we do. We do. So I talked to Brandy, and I said that I think we should talk about Insta Lies and Fake Throughs. Mm. And I say that it's basically about how I feel like social media has influenced us so much, you yeah. know, from our business to our personal lives and the stress that it brings. Yeah. You know, I feel like we are competing with people that we don't even know. Yeah. And we're competing with lives that aren't really real. Yeah. And it's just the stress that that brings. I've been, I've struggled with it a little bit, like myself. You know, you feel like, I told you, I used to get up and I'd look at social media and be like, I'm turning back over. Mm-hmm. I can't compete. I can't be this positive. I can't be this happy. I'm not in that mood. And yeah. Is everybody really in love? Yeah. Is everybody really a size six with a booty that look like you could sit a damn, you know, <laughs> cup on it? Like, yeah. it, like where, it just seems like it just like not real. Yeah. And until I really was able to get myself wrapped around the fact that it's more of a marketing tool. Right. Like that's what social media is. Yeah. It's a marketing tool, but you don't, don't believe that people really use it to market their lives. Like I know some people that are truly miserable in their marriages yeah, in relationships, mm. but yet, and still every time I said, like I had a client that reached out to me recently and I was stunned. He was asking me for advice. He's not quite ready to put on the market, but I was like, I just saw he's possibly going through a divorce. Mm. And I said, I just saw them on Facebook. Like they look so happy. So in love. He said they've been separated eight months. Oh, wait. So, you know, and he and I told him, I said, I'm just stunned because this kind of speaks to what I've been, you know, when I think about it, I'm he's like, oh, he was like, that's 60 seconds of our life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, period. But, you know, you have to have a certain level of maturity to kind of really understand that that's what it is. And, and I, I like what you just said as far as understanding that it's more so a marketing tool. People are not going to post all the real stuff. But that's why I can appreciate people like Ashanti, you know, who are, who are using their platform, like your client, Ashanti Dyes. Oh, Shanti. Yeah, Shanti. Okay, yeah. Yeah, who uses her platform to address real issues that people are really struggling with. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what is it? Silence the shame. Silence the shame. Silence yes. the shame. Yes. You know, people are struggling internally. And, and, you know, sometimes people do look to social media for hope, yeah. you know, and inspiration. And so it is good for that. But you can get caught up in the... 
oh, competing. The the like, I want to post this because this person is posting this, and I got to right. make myself look this kind of way. And, right. And 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 here's what I can appreciate because I think people really gravitate to us, to you and I. Because we do, I think we do a pretty good job of showing both sides. Right. You know, yeah. nobody's going to put, you know, I'm not going to put out there when me and my husband have a, a just a, a, a argument. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. who, who does that? Right. But I can keep it real and say, you know what? Marriage is hard work. work. Right. Marriage is hard work. And I'm not going to give this illusion that, oh, you know, we happy, you know, 99.999% of the time. Right. No. Right. Marriage is a hard, hard I'm job. I'm so glad you talked about the marriage retreat, though, because that yeah. people can, like, maybe in the city that they're in, they can look into doing that. No, and you, you have know? to. Yeah. Girl, you have to. Like, I, I, it's funny because when we were going through our premarital counseling and they give you these stats, like second marriage marriages, 65% of second marriages end up in divorce. Yeah. Wow. So it's like you go into it on a, in, a, in an uphill battle. Speaking, yeah. In an uphill battle knowing yeah. it's a it's a 65% chance you're going to lose. Right. You know, so it's like if you don't if you don't take the time to invest in your marriage, to invest in each other, like it's it's you're doomed. It's you're pretty much doomed. You know, and I think that that's where, and I I, I haven't asked Shanti this, but I probably I, I will because I'm wondering because I see a lot more um, posts about suicide. Yeah, you know, people that are very like social media influencers, people who are very very well known, and it's always this shock underneath their posts, like yeah. oh my god. And that's why I encourage people to check on. No, I've been guilty of not necessarily being the most open when folks have tried to check on me when I was really going through. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important that we check on people in real life. Yeah. Like we get so caught up in thinking that what you see is real that you don't realize people are really struggling. And yeah. I think that's why people feel like I can't have this conversation with you because on social media, I showed you something totally different. Right. And having a conversation with you about what's really going on with me will make me have to be real with myself. Yeah. And I'm not ready to face me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was saying how this last turn of events would work with my, with my business, excuse me, made me have to look at myself. It was very difficult for me when my brother said to me the other day that I was afraid to be better. Mm. And I, I I mean, yeah, because, you know, he don't really come hard like that that often. Gut check. Yeah, it was a very, it was a gut check. And yeah. he said, um, and that's where, that's what last night on my talk show that I done called it, yeah. that's where the whole, um, you know, no more bones came from because right. he was like, you've gotten comfortable with getting bones. Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? You know, so... And then I start feeling like, well, I'm kind of a fraud because I'm on here every week telling mm. people to do this and be this and you can do this and you can do that. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm struggling to get out, get out the damn stable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but that's so real, Keisha. That's so real. And that's why I can't. I'm such an advocate for um, one, for having uh, really good friends, a, a great support system, 100%. people that can call you out on your stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's like I just had a, a, a situation like that recently where a loved one mm -hmm. of mine, I won't name no names, mm -hmm. but one of my loved ones um, kind of said some things to me that really, you know, kind of made me reflect and say, OK, mm -hmm. you know what? She's right. Mm -hmm. I got to you know what? I got to mm -hmm. I got to acknowledge, you know, like. You know, we're not perfect mm -hmm, and mm -mm. it's okay to own your stuff. Right. And it's okay to own it when you know, you know, if somebody call you out in a situation that that wasn't necessarily the right thing that you, you know, you right. could have done things a little differently. So um, there's so, but, freedom in owning your stuff. Oh, it's so much freedom in it. Yeah. And it, and it makes you accountable. But um, well, where I was going with that was that like I'm such an advocate for therapy. Yes. Oh, I'm such an advocate for therapy. And um it's like even just having that little psychotherapist come in our marriage retreat and just ask us those questions. I'm like there are so many things that we just don't address mm -hmm. internally. 
you know, that we may may want to overlook, that me, we may want to sweep under the rug, mm-hmm. you know, but like you, at some point, you got to just deal with it. Right. You know, you got to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. It's hard to have breakthrough yeah. in any area of your life if you choose to not deal, like do the work to deal with that situation. And that's why I said people be having fake throughs because you're telling yeah. yourself that you are well off, you're better off in a situation than you are. You're, you're, you've removed yourself from a situation more so than you really have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to get real with yourself first and foremost. I, you know, that made me think about when you were saying, um, was this on your um, live where you were saying, you know, you co- you compare your, oh, no, no, this was on my podcast. You said that, you know, you compare yourself, you watch the show, The 600 Pound Life. Make myself feel make better. Make yourself feel better. Right. Like, right. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm right here thinking I'm better than them. Right. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, it ain't that much better. I ain't got but a cheeseburger or two away from goddamn being a, uh, on the doc, excuse, from, excuse me, from being a docuseries myself. So, you know, it's like you just have to be real with yourself. But I, I, I tell people, as painful as it is, when you own your stuff, first of all, you take away anybody else's ability to control you. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I'm owning this. Yeah. And I'm going to do the work that it takes to do, you know, to get through this and, and be better. Yeah. So you can take away anybody being able to, you know, and then once you do that, then you're in a position to try to, you know, bring along somebody else. That's what I call myself doing. Anytime I talk to people, uh, whether we're discussing things here yeah. or on my live, it's because I'm telling you what I know. Right. Like, I'm telling you what I know. Like, last night I was telling them girls, like, if y'all ain't sleeping with y'all husband, I'm telling you right now. Right. Okay. So you better mount yeah, up. Right. You better mount up. <laughs> the the mount up movement. I like that. I like that for real. You better mount up. Because that's real, girl. Real. We even talked about that in our um, marriage retreat. It's a lot of sexless marriages. Yes, yeah, yes. And I'm like, how do you choose? How do you make the choice? You know, to 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 withhold yourself from your mate because it's a control of mechanism. It's a control. It's a control and mechanism. And it's not right. And the reality is one day he gonna stop asking. Girl, then say you that. really in trouble. Say that. So I'm, I just be trying to tell this is what I know. <laughs> I'm just tell you what I've been doing. <laughs> It ain't my proudest moment, but I'm just trying to help you as a country folks. That's right. That's so, right. you know, it's like, so, yeah, but yeah, I, I just see, I see a trend. Um, everything is played out on social media. Mm. And I think that, especially for our young people, like, that's why I knew I couldn't, parent, well, I didn't know until until the last year or so. I learned that I, I learned that I could not parent my son the way that I was parented. Mm. It couldn't be a do as I say and kind of sort of a little bit, but not fully. I yeah. had to understand that every day my son has access to the world mm. with his phone. That's right. And, you know, they say comparisons and it's, it's the thief of joy. But if adults are struggling with it, what do you think your teenager is going to do? That's right. So I had to learn to be more compassionate mm. with that and, and, and understand that he may have some feelings about certain things that I may have normally just kind of, oh, boy, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's harder. It's harder because, oh, again, yeah. we got adults playing out their child support issues and people following other people and seeing what they're doing and using it in court. And it's just the drama. And the people who are innocently getting caught up are the kids. Yeah. I think that's why. I mean, because I, I read something that they were a 10-year-old committed suicide. Girl. I was like uh, oh my 10 God. years that old. Hit home, that hit home. Uh, um, Tracy, my girlfriend, uh, one of our college friends, um, his daughter just committed suicide. 13, really? 13 years old, girl. What? 13 years old. Oh, bro, no, bro, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, oh, bro, my gosh. So it's like, girl, the, these young people are dealing with so much, so much pressure. And a lot of this does, like you said, it comes from it social trickles, media. It comes from social media and it trickles down. And our kids just aren't, I'm not going to say it's a tough thing, but 
they don't handle really anything anymore. Everything is bullying, first of all. You know, back back in the day, what we call it, the dozens, or we would jone every day. Like I, I joned every day almost in my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I, I mean, it's probably why I'm so quick on my feet now. Yeah. You had to learn to be that way mm-hmm. if you were going to survive. And especially if you were getting joned. Exactly. Like, I got joned, so right. I was I was able to, like... Exactly. Yeah. You had to learn how to do that. I remember DJ came home for... Girl, I remember when DJ came home elementary school, talking about he had a bully. I said, hey, like, man, listen... <laughs> Look, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, your mama, my reputation, you're not going to mess with my reputation come home to me. you But you know bully. what, Keish, what if that's not their personality? You know, I could see how a kid could internalize that. If they're getting bullied and they don't have the quick with it, you know, like, because we are, we're quick with it, but I, everybody doesn't have that. Right, I agree, but I I don't recommend doing what I did. I went to school with him the next day. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm going to see the little mofo for myself and let him know what he, I mean, like, I did. And he was he was one of them little kids that had a grown man face. Yeah. Like, he was already 37 with bloodshot eyes, and he was eight. You know what I'm saying? Just he imagine was, what that little you boy know what been saying? through. Like, so it's like, okay, Daquan, I see, you know what I'm saying, what we got here, but I went to school with DJ the next day. I'm not necessarily saying, and kind of like intimidated a little boy but I had to tell DJ like you gotta learn how to toughen stick up. up for yourself you gotta stick up for yourself because I can't go he was embarrassed that I went to school with him but I'm like if you don't want me to come back tomorrow you better learn how to deal That's with Daquan right. like right. seriously and mostly most of the time it's someplace it's jealousy yeah you know is what I told him but I was like you I, I, I you your mama being who she is you can't be talking about you getting bullied <laughs> I just can't tolerate I just can't you messing up my SWAT's reputation <laughs> boy I'm born and raised right off this like you know what I'm saying <laughs> he's looking at me like this is not about you but you know what and we and we all also gotta be honest with ourselves like our kids are were raised a lot differently than we were yeah Very sheltered. sheltered you know they're HOA kids I, I, have you ever heard that HOA I've kids? never heard that before yeah HOA kids where they live in a nice fancy subdivision oh and, wow like, HOA. that is so funny HOA yeah, kids HOA okay. kids like I was okay. not an HOA kid we lived in a little you know apartment complex apartment complex I was a latchkey kid, complex, was a latchkey kid. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> same here <laughs> same Every here day. went home had a key around my neck I was a latchkey kid so same here. yeah you're right that's the other thing We our kids are so sheltered because I know people who kids are going after college and they back home inside that first 12 to 24 mm. and it's like they don't know how to do anything yeah. they don't know how to do anything on their own but we're partially to blame for that of course you know like I, I thought you know we've enforced my husband and I have started enforcing some rules around our house mm-hmm. in an effort to promote accountability mm-hmm. you know and and first you know I have kind of had my way of doing things. You know, we had, we assign the boys weeks on chores. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody do the dishes for a week. Somebody do um, sweep for a week. Somebody take the trash out for a week. You know, so that was like, you know, just my the way that I've been doing things pretty much, you know, all since my kids have been able to do chores. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's always been a matter of me staying on top of them. Somebody yes. left dishes in the sink. So it was frustrating. Right. You know, to have to always constantly have to tell you, like, you know this is your week. Why do I have to keep telling you to do this stuff? Right. So it, it became... It just, Girl, no, when you posted that Insta story about that cake... <laughs> Oh, girl, that cake, cake. Girl, that cake. That was just wrong. But and like, nobody who could, would do that? Nobody confessed to that. Let me show y'all what nobody did. <laughs> what nobody in the house has done. I mean, girl, they cut it so perfect. <laughs> they got around in that corner. It looked like they just did. It looked like they put their face right on. I was like, who the you were like, nobody did it. We nobody did it. It just blows my mind the stuff they do. Like I just went through the uh, through the pantry, and there's like two empty boxes of crackers. There's oh, an empty box of um, pancake batter. Like why, if you know you just use the last of this pancake batter, why is it so hard to just throw it away? It is so. If you know you grab the last little thing of crackers, why you just can't throw that box? Girl, away? I was having a craving the other night for some cereal, so I looked in the refrigerator. And I was like, okay, good, got milk. I got up there, I saw the box of cereal. I was excited. Girl, I picked that thing. It was so light. It did just like this. 
I was like, then why would DJ put an empty box back up in Girl, the freaking oh, pan? It drives it's just me drives insane. me crazy. Like, why do you do that kind of stuff? Yesterday I came in, I said, How long are you gonna look at this pizza box? Yeah. Like, what are you planning to do with the pizza box? Are you gonna make a school project out of the pizza box? He, well, girl, I'ma tell you, my husband just flipped the script because he enforced something that has, oh my God, has proven to be so freaking effective. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just glad I supported him in this because it's working. So we gave, we, we decided to switch it up. So we gave everybody who is on, somebody has a week to do everything. So you're taking out the trash, you're doing the dishes, you uh, you sweeping, you're doing all that for one week. Okay. So the other three, pe- three kids, they get a break. Right. You know, but you got to make, you got to stay on top of your chores for that week. If you don't do it, and then everybody has to wash their own dish, right? Uh huh. So the only person that's washing dishes is like you. You washing dishes after me when I cook, right? But everybody else has to wash out their own dish. Okay. So our countertop should be spotless. Should no dishes be left in the sink? And then on top of that, if somebody does not do their, don't take out the trash. If somebody does not do their dishes, girl, he put a padlock on that refrigerator. What? He put a padlock and a lock and chain on that refrigerator. Are you serious? He sure did. He sure did. And you know what? It took us after the first week and a half. It broke them. It broke. It broke them. They and couldn't they, eat. They couldn't eat. They couldn't eat. <laughs> if so, they didn't do their chores. Girl, they didn't do their chores. <laughs> but when I tell you, it it just blew my mind because, like, I can go in my kitchen now. I never see a dish on my countertop. I never see a dish in the sink. Like, I've never had this experience before. But it that's is, because a man did it. It's like I girl, tell people all the they time. they just respond so differently to men. They respond differently to men. Like, my, my DJ was homesick a couple of days this week. And I said to him, when I walked in that room, first of all, the door would hardly open because it was so much shit on the, I mean, so much stuff on the floor. Yeah. And I said, DJ, you don't do this at your uncle's house. Why don't you respect my house the way you respect your mm. uncle's house? And my brother ain't even the type. He's not a dictatorship at his house. Like right. he's, But you know he has OCD and that that room better be right. Yeah. So don't bring, treat, have that, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. That, that, it makes me feel disrespected. Yeah. And I know, but the reality is boys respond to men differently. And that's why sometimes, and I'm going to get on the sisters a little bit here, when I see sisters playing games with these kids yeah. and not allowing their fathers to be there because you mad because he done moved on or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, you're only hurting your child. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is because at the end of the day, you picked him. Right. So whatever he is, he ain't. You picked him. You chose to have a child with mm-hmm. him. And it's not fair to hold that decision that you have made against a child and it, uh, boy or girl yeah especially boys though yeah. but boy or girl because if you keep a girl away from her father then you creating abandonment issues for her That's whatever right. lies that you spewing to her yeah you're creating issues so when it's time for her to meet that first guy the first guy to make her feel whatever it is she's missing from daddy is mm. who she's going to connect yep. with and he could be a good or bad yeah good or bad yep. so yep. you know i mean i got off on a little tangent there but i mean it's just real. It's so many that's, that's, that's so many of these kisses so many kids um, you know, I, on my little show the other a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how DNA, I, I called it DNA matters. Mm-hmm. And folks just be out here having babies with anybody. I mean, like, oh my goodness. Um, but <laughs> and I was talking about some people was in their feelings about that show, honey. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a dog gone. I was said, I said it, and I said what I said. <laughs> I stand by it. Y'all need to stop having all these babies with all these different people. But um, and just not even thinking about marriage. Like I said last night, don't even tell nobody somebody's your fiance after six years. Mm. Like that's your boyfriend or whatever oh it is y'all doing. Because the engagement, it really is supposed to just FYI, it's the time period to, to plan the wedding. Yeah. It's not to decide whether or not you want to get married. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when people be talking about we've been engaged six years, seven years, three babies later, I had a girl say that on my on my live. She said, I've been we got three kids, we've been together eight years. How do I get him to you know, pull the trigger on marriage. And I was like, sis, forget it. Yeah. You've given him everything he needs without it. Yeah. So, you know. But, you know, that was a point that we made at the marriage retreat. 
our younger generation, they don't see the value, the real value in marriage. Mm-mm. And it's like they don't see it's enough. Fault, they don't though. see enough examples. They don't see enough good examples of it. Yeah. Of course, they also see most of their parents are divorced. Yeah. You know, so it's like we we have yeah. to promote. We got to do a better job of promoting, you know, the benefits of marriage. Right. Because pe- they just don't see that. You right. see more negative than you see good. Right. And I mean, now we have it where it's a trophy to be a baby mama. Yeah. Like it's, it's you know, it's like, you know, this is a good thing. And I don't mean just one. I'm talking about two, three times. But you're right. A lot of it, they just don't see value because I hear them say, well, he could leave. That's not going to keep anybody. Yeah. You know, he could leave even if we are married. My parents would never get, they, you know. So you're right. A lot of it comes from what we we haven't taught them to have. That there's value in marriage. And we come from a generation where if you didn't get married, you would look crazy. Yeah. Like you can't just be around having babies. Can't do it. That, that, we, I couldn't. Mm-mm. I remember when I was going to move in with Daryl, girl, my mom had like, I had just gone out there and walked the streets. But you know what? And because of that, we, you know, I, I won't, I don't want to say we put pressure on our men, but we made it clear that like this, the end result is going to be me. Yeah. I told Daryl when I moved in with him, you got a year, like yeah. a year. And I, <laughs> right. you're not married in a year. And I mean, when I say he took 11 months, 30 days, uh-huh. and 12 hours, two seconds to, to propose, mm-hmm. but I was not going to just be living with you. Yeah. Because I already done broke my mama's heart. But that's all about the standards that you have had set. Right. Know? Because my daddy told me so. But if <laughs> women aren't really doing that these days. Right. Like, so I that, agree. that's the problem. That's yeah. the challenge. Well, a lot of them don't have have daddies in their lives yeah that's what i'm saying so they latch on to whatever guy and then it's like you finally decide to propose 20 years or 10 years later when he done been rolled hard and put up wet and he look a mess and all of a sudden i'm supposed to be celebrating <laughs> negro please it's like he ain't got he's not even shiny and new no more you know what i'm saying it's like he ain't got no job when mm. i met him he had a job when i met him he was hot rapper you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, child, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could be the same kind of happy. I probably would just act like I was because we finally married. But I really inside, I'd be like, nigga, you made me wait all this time. And you ain't even got nothing. Girl, so let me ask you this. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of social media, you know, everybody on social media seems to have money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had somebody ask me this last night about real estate. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just interesting. He said, why do you see, why do you think that the the black women who sell, black people who sell real estate, he said black people, who sell real estate always flossing yeah. on social media. But the white agents don't do that. You know what? I think it's just something about our culture. I see. You know, okay, so we is. think the it's, same it's, thing. It's culture, it's culture, culture yeah. based. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the real 80% of, 20% of the agents in our 80% business are doing the, 80% of the business. Correct. That's fact. Right. You know? So a lot of people kind of, but you know what? It, it's, it's, that's a hard line to walk because also in this industry, you want to make the, you want the perception to be that you're doing well so that you attract more business. Right. right so, course. you know, you always hear that term, fake it till you make it. Right. So, so some of that does play into it. You want to look the part. Yeah. Um, however, you know, you also got to be doing the work, too, in order to, like, really grow your business. Some people, there are some eight or agents or Instagram agents that mm-hmm. really that really ain't doing the business that you right. think they're doing. that you think they're doing. Yeah. yeah, and the other thing I did say, though, is that oftentimes we have to do more to earn the business than other races have to do to earn the business. Yeah. I mean, just the fact, like, a, a white agent can drive a Honda and y'all are still go do business with them as black folks. Yeah. But we got to be basically being chauffeured up to show you your $200,000 house and you that. pick us. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, again, it's a thing where we require more of our own than we do sometimes yeah. with others. And it's sometimes frustrating to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, but that was the other thing. But I agree with you. I said, I think it's a cultural thing. You know, yeah. we we haven't had something for so long and it's like, you finally get something, you just, you you and, and you do have to look more the part. Yeah. I mean, that's just a fact. That's just what it is. But yeah, everybody on social media look like they got money, but everybody, you know, another thing I've been seeing on social media, people be putting up birthday fundraisers for their kids. What's up with that? Have you seen that? 
I don't want to see that. Yeah, they put up their child's cash app. Have you seen that, Keyshawn? <laughs> our girl did that the other day and was like, I can't wait to get to school. I want to be able to, I know my you baby know, gonna be excited. People really abusing this cash app and this GoFundMe stuff. Well, it's they, begging. They it. It's yeah. begging for yeah. all intents and purposes. Like, that's your child. Why should yeah. I give your child a birthday you know if I don't even know them? And, and, and if you don't have it in that moment, sometimes it's okay. Like, I, I look I look back. It's so funny. We had I had this conversation with my boys. And I guess maybe we can transition about ish our kids yeah. this week. Yeah. But I had this conversation with Jaden Chase and Dylan when they were all back home for Christmas and they was like mama I remember a few Christmases where we ain't getting nothing you <laughs> gave us a bible you know and, <laughs> and I'm like dang I don't remember y'all not getting nothing now I don't remember you that you said they gave they said you gave a bible <laughs> so that way they <laughs> be this was it true girl I don't remember that I don't recall I mean but here's the thing like even if I was struggling in that moment I'm going to do what I can. I'm not about to go out asking everybody to pitch right, in. Right, like, right, right. That's right. not their responsibility. These right. are my children. Exactly. And sometimes your kids need to see, like, you know, we're going it's through tight. a hard time. That's right. Like, I'm not going to be out here in front and fake, like, you're going to get all these gifts when I'm not in that position. Right, exactly. So, and, and that's okay, too. Right, absolutely. They need to know that's real life. Yeah. That's real life. DJ sitting over there this time, I think I'm going to get me a job. I'm going to apply for DB. I said, you should. You need to. I mean, like, why? Why we don't? Have, that's the one good thing I've heard you say this week. Re- apply. What do I need to sign? Girl, yeah, my my two are so stuck on. Oh, you know, because Jaden got an older charger, you mm-hmm. know, and it may give him problems on occasion. Mm-hmm. Here, there, he'll have to get, you know, uh, you know, get a jump or mm-hmm. may have some little issues mm-hmm. here. But and he says sometimes his friends will will join him because of you know mm-hmm. the issues he has with his car. But I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You don't have a car note. Right. I said some of them, um, some of your teammates over there got th- three, four, five hundred dollar car notes. Y'all get a little eight hundred dollar check a month, and they, they pay all of it. Yeah, for Yeah, they a pay. Car like that's yeah. crazy. You yeah. shouldn't have a car note in college. Right. That's just, so that's I'm like, too much I pressure. said, listen, I didn't have a car until I was twenty five years old. Okay. I went throughout college, right. not having a car. So trust me, I'm not about to buy you no, you know, two thousand eighteen right. charger just because you think you should have it, even if I can afford it. Right. I'm sorry. There exactly. are some things that you got to earn, and it's okay to get by with with not with having a car that just gets you to point A and, and B. Like that's okay. Right. Exactly. You got to instill those kind of values in their kid, your kids. They shouldn't just feel like. Oh, just because I got it, you gonna get every single no. You and don't then, have to and have then like 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 one, like one of my clients told her kids like, uh, this my money. Okay, I'm successful. Right, you're not. Girls say that. And, and 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 I had another client that bought his daughter a brand new Mercedes for um her her graduation gift um when she went off to college last August. Mm. Guess what? It's been totaled. Mm. She had two accidents, and he knew it on the front end. Like she can't drive. Mm. Two accidents on the front end, and then finally totaled it. Oh my! Like you know, and, and for what? Girl, you know, I, it's I, like at the end of the day. So DJ got something. He gonna be able to take that till he buy him a car. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you that right yeah. now. It's yeah. gonna be that, and he gonna be able to drive that till the wheels fall off. Yep. I mean, it won't be nothing else I get. But yeah, I, I I do. I think I thought that was so. I thought it was so. It was very off string. It was that's very off putting yeah. to me. And she wrote this long thing about it, and I was like, I don't think that's appropriate to no, ask somebody not, to give. I don't even like when I see people put up their cash app on their birthday. I yeah. think it's tacky. Yeah, but too. to sit up there and ask somebody to give to your child that may have never met them, I mean, is there a physical ailment? Are they going through something? Like, yeah. I just, I don't. I, I'm just not giving Girl, just because. That's just, that's a generational thing. I That's too much. But um, but yeah, so girl, but last I I got this thing I be doing I call kicking it with Keisha. I, lo- I decided I to label and it. when I can catch it, <laughs> girl, because you know it's it, we got a lot going right, on. Right, exactly, house, so. of course. But when I'm able to catch it, I'm like, girl, this this is hilarious. <laughs> 
It's hilarious. You call y'all with well, your little dis- dysfunctional family. My little family. dysfunctional family, girl. Yes. Every Thursday night, 9 o'clock is what I'm trying to strive to mm-hmm. do. But I get on there sometimes and I get mad with them. Like, I don't even want to feel like talking to y'all. They be like, wait a minute, don't go, don't go, don't go. But um, but kid, yes, our kids did this week. DJ just, other than being sick, he hadn't really done anything. But he, um, I'm proud to hear him say he wants to get a job. Mm. But he's thinking about, you know, trying to get a job at DBAT where he's always training anyway. So I said, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. It's even if DJ just works ten hours a week, right? Four hours. I just want him to know what it's like to get up, be responsible, That's earn. Right. Because first of all, when you see how long it takes to earn sixty dollars, girl, you got a whole you, you have a whole nother appreciation. You gonna have a whole, a whole nother appreciation. Because my brother said to me the other day, he was like, uh, "I gave nephew sixty dollars two days ago, and uh, the day he came here asking for twenty, <laughs> and I said, well, I gave him fifty. So I'm like, what is just I, going I, blowing right, through so that I money? I said, what are you doing, DJ? Like, what are you doing? He talking about, well, your food cost thirty five dollars of the fifty that you gave me. <laughs> Like, Mofo, it was my money. So don't don't try to throw in my face, you know, what you what you done did for me. Oh, girl, he is more than a notion. But he's focused right now, man. I'm super proud of him. So one of the things that he had last week, um, uh, one of a loan officer with Southeast sent me a screenshot and was like, Isn't this your son? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh Lord. You know, you see that come up, oh, you like, Lord. Oh Lord. He said, Yeah, I saw this on Twitter because all I could see was the screenshot. Yeah. I hadn't opened up the video. Yeah. And I said, what is it? And he said, because uh, I don't have, tw- I didn't have Twitter. I got right. it now. He said, um, nothing. He said, he's pitching and he's getting a lot of views on this mm. video. So I finally figured out how to get on there. And girl, his pitching coach posted a video of him pitching. And in 24 hours, he had 25,000 views. Wow. And so he started getting all this attention from coach. That's why I called you the other yes. day. Like, what is yeah. the, am, am I supposed, you know, so on and so forth. So I, I, it was a really exciting little moment. So hopefully that continues to follow suit. Oh, it will. But he had, it was. That, that has given him exposure. So now he, there he's on those coaches radar right exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah he even had a couple of scouts to reach out to him too so it, it was it was interesting and, it, it, and i and he needed it yeah. i said god is so timely with what he gives because dj has felt like people don't really believe in him mm. and that like he has something to prove and i don't know if it's because his dad isn't here to read yeah. you know to to uh encourage him to let him know what he's capable of but he definitely be feeling some type of way mm. and so i think for him to get that kind of attention was a good thing he got a chip on his shoulder yeah and that's a good thing he does that's a good thing that's what everybody is saying. Yeah, that's what exactly yeah. what I said. I said, DJ got a chip on his shoulder, but my brother, he was like, my brother would say the same. He said, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's going to make that's him keep make working. Him stay, make him stay hungry. Exactly. How's Jaden going with everything? With Girl, oh my God. When I tell you, so you know, I just had, um, just went down to UGA this week to speak um, to about 200 young students. They gave athletes. you some good stuff? Girl, they did. That stuff was cute. Oh my God. So I love my school. And any opportunity I had, they invited me back to come speak to all the young student athletes about um, how to transition into life after sports. Oh, so wow. it was called, the name of the event was More Than My Sports. So it oh, was wow. awesome. Holly Roll was our commentator. She was. Um, Who is Holly Roll? Holly Roll is, she's a very colorful ESPN analyst. Okay. So she's been on, on the ESPN network since 1988. So oh, if, you, wow. if you watch sports, you've seen her, you know, reporting a college, any college sport, you know, even professional sports. So she's been all over the world doing that. Uh-huh. So, um, but then there were two other panelists who, you know, esteemed, you know, former student athletes. And girl, it was just so good. So it was really all, it was all the female student athletes. It's a women's initiative. And then my one mm. son was in there. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so it was so cute, girl. I love that. Like, that's legacy. Yes. Like, he's there where you were. Yeah. And, oh, yep. you were and where his dad was. Yes. That's so yeah, cool. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. We got a chance to hang out and talk. And when I tell you just his his mindset right now mm-hmm. and what he went through last year being red shirted and 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 that was a tough, tough that was a tough year for him. Yeah. You know, he learned a lot about himself. He had to look on some of the stuff that he, you know, was and was not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's right now in a space where I'm like, 
God is just moving in his life. I to, watch to his he, post. Oh my I watch God. how he respond, responds to certain things I post. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, message him to check on him and stuff yeah. like that. And he'll be like, I'm good, auntie. You know, it's a trial, but I ain't going to let it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So he's always, I, I just love, I love all your boys, but Jaden is just so sweet. He's he's a he's a good one. He's a good one. He, he just got finished reading this book that I had given him. It's called um, Detours by Tony Evans. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how there will God will allow certain detours to happen in your life to put you on a path that you're supposed to be on mm-hmm. or have certain have you go through certain hardships or certain trials or whatever. And he just finished that book, girl, and he was able to speak life into my other son, our other son, Chase. And Chase was dealing with some things. He was allowing some distractions mm-hmm. to kind of take mm-hmm. place in his life that mm-hmm. were taking him off of his path. Mm-hmm. And girl, just he showed me the exchange that he and Chase had girl it brought me to tears it brought me to tears because it just showed me how it's so it's so um it just feels so good to see that you know you raise your children you instill certain values in them and then but for them to have their own personal relationship with god and you see how god is moving in their life Mm -hmm. it girl it just moved me to a point where i'm like man god is just so good Mm -hmm. so the, the boys are doing good you know they're they're being held accountable more and you know I'm like we ain't got but so much more time with them in this That's house right. before they're out in the world doing their own thing so I'm so grateful my husband and I have just kind of you know I'm allowing him lead and do things and this and even doing that is just showing me God like when things are in order in the way that they should be when you allow things to be in the order in which they should be mm-hmm. like things really happen the way you know God, mm-hmm. God moves mm-hmm. you know and just even me being resistant as a wife to some of the things that I, you know, the wisdom that my husband has. That's what I'm saying. Like this year has been a, a year of just very, like I've learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I've really learned. You mean a lot in 2019? About, 2000, no, 18. Oh, going okay. into 19. Yeah. You know, just me personally as it relates to my relationship, my kids. And just so, um, so it's, it's been, it's been a good, it's just been a good time for me to just kind of take a look, a step back, you know, acknowledge some of the things that I, I need to own in my own personal life. I'm so prideful. And, you know, sometimes my ego will get in the way of certain things. And, you know, just just some tuning up that, mm-hmm. that God may want you to do before he promotes you. Mm-hmm. And I mm. see, you know, God, Jaden kind of spoke some of the visions that kind of God has kind of placed in his heart and his spirit. Mm-hmm. He said, Mama, I can't tell everybody this. Mm-hmm. It's like it's certain things that you just got to hold on to. Amen. And just let them unfold. Yes. And then let God get the glory for them. Don't right. tell too many people. And I'm like, right. man, Jane, I'm with you. Right. Girl, he's speaking with just such wisdom. And, and I'm maturity. like. And maturity. It was just like, it was mind blowing to me. So I'm just, it, it put me in a space where I'm like, just thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I was just so grateful in that moment just to see how how God is using him. So I think if that's one thing that we both have done, surely is that gave our sons a foundation of faith. Yeah. Because I mean, you're gonna have to turn to it often. Yes. Yes. And, and God and, and and my son, I know when everything first happened with his dad, he was six going on seven. And um I had bought him this Bible for children where it was like, you know, where it could re- he could relate to it. Yeah. Okay. And I used to watch DJ when, he, when the, I had a camera in his room back then that I would watch him sit there every night and read that book and mm. read that book and read that book because he was trying to get some gain some understanding. Yeah. Like, how is my dad here one day and then he just go to work and don't come home? Yeah. As in a seven-year-old mind, it's hard to, to, process, to that. process that because yeah. it was hard for me to process as an adult. But I know him having that foundation of faith mm. and me telling him that, you know, all about God and having a relationship with God, I think that has truly what has sustained him. Oh, it, uh, it you has. Know? It has. Yeah. It has. Seriously. 
Awesome. I did that with him even when I was struggling. Yeah. I made sure he knew. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, because I, I went through some times where I struggled, but, and you going to have detours. I need to get that book. Oh, girl, such a good book. Yeah. And, and I blessed all of our young men with it. And, you know, it's, you know, you do it in your time. And mm-hmm. he was just the first one to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I could just see the the fruits of the things that he's learned mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's a good one you want to get. Mm-hmm. Detours by Tony Evans. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Well, girl. Well, I think we done talked y'all to death. We have. <laughs> but we got to do a mom on the move. A mom oh, yes. on the move oh, my for God. this week. Oh, my God. OMG, OMG, OMG. <laughs> What's our mom on the Girl, move Girl, it's week? been so much going on in our worlds. We forgot to lose. We forgot to read the emails to see who's going to be this week's mom yes. on the move. So y'all got to look for our head, not our hearts. Yes. And maybe next week we're going to have to honor two mamas on the move. Yeah, we might have to do two mamas on the move next week. But um, y'all, like like B said, and we are going to aim. Um, we're actually working on some. I uh, always be putting stuff out here because then we got to be held accountable. Some merchandise. Yeah. yeah. Because we want you guys to be, you know, all the mamas on the moves or the men who know your wives or your women or mamas on the move. We want you to be able to gift stuff to them. So we're working on merch for you guys, merchandise. And um, we're excited about sharing that with you all soon. And Brandy and I are definitely going to, are we definitely going to do a 2024? 20. 20. Live podcast. 20 or 25. One, 20 or one 25. Of, right. <laughs> right, right now. 20 or 25. Mm-hmm. But between 20 and 25, 20 or 25, we're going to do a live podcast because people be asking me that on my live. I thought yeah. y'all were going to do a live podcast. Yeah. I going to do a live podcast. And me, you, and Miko, like, what are we doing? Girl, we doing something. We are going to do our brunch in February. So okay. So y'all stay on the lookout for that. So right. that's coming. Um, the Realtors Outlet Brunch. Yes. So yeah. uh, uh, lunch and brunch. Our, what, you know, yeah. no, no, learn and brunch. Something like that. It'll be coming out soon. So right. look out for it. Exactly. So we got a lot of things popping and we hope you guys are. Um, I personally have not really been able to hang on to none of those. That's why I really do know. What do you call them? Revelations? No, that's the Bible. Res- uh, resolutions. resolutions. Yeah. yeah, I'm starting February 1st. For those of you who want to start with me on February <laughs> <laughs> February 1st. My new year will officially start February 1st, so I will see y'all then. But um, until next time. Keep moving, mama. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.